Hey guys, how was your week? I hope this week is starting out pretty good for you. Welcome to Construed. So, today we are going to be talking about 99 verses 1. And this entire title was inspired by that verse in the Bible, where Jesus was talking about having 99 sheep and leaving them to go and attend to that one that is lost and astray. And the entire import of that verse is to show that everybody is important to God. Everyone is precious to God. So I want to use that to talk about how, let's say we all know someone or we've all known someone from maybe when we we're on campus or when we we're younger, that maybe we all got born again together. And they used to be very, 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 very ablaze. They used to be very fervent. They used to give themselves to the things of God. They used to apply themselves to God's work. And everyone really loved their devotion. Their devotion was inspiring. And somehow, there was a change in face. When I say change in face, let's say maybe like when you're on campus, changing face to maybe everybody graduating and now everybody's looking for money. So most times, a change in face shakes people's faith. And if you notice, because sometimes as students, we don't have to worry about how to make our money apart from some people. Some people just have to believe God that their parents will send them money and that's it. And now, when you're done with school, your focus has to be how to make money, how to get money, how to get money. Some people get distracted all the times. Some people just make this money easily and they finally now see their true self. You know that thing that happens to people where now that some things that you say that there are things that you never engage in because you never even had the money to even engage in those things. Now you have the money, you can afford to fly somewhere, see something, call anybody at any time to come and hang out with you. You know, the deceitfulness of riches, like um, scripture puts it. So going back to my point. So people that used to be on fire and then a change in face happens and then they are no longer even, they are indifferent about God. I'm sure someone is coming to mind right now. And well, you, for you, you are still like fervent. You're good. Even though maybe it wasn't like before, but at least you're still good. So what I really want to address is, how did 99 react? We are the 99. Okay, let's say that, that person has gone astray. They are the one lost sheep. According to proper scripture context, we understand that that person is precious to God. And God is going to go after them until they, they come back. But somehow, as believers, we get carried away. Or maybe just our natural human instincts or human behavior. We just always want to feel better than that person. And then we don't even remember that this person was once our brother in Christ. And the point is, this is not supposed to be a matter of discussion just for the fun of it. You know how people just start saying, oh, I have this for you. Do you remember that brother? And then everybody talks about it, about how, you know, I don't even know what he engages in now. Now he goes to all sorts of places. Now she does all sorts of things. Now, And at the end of that conversation, nobody is saying, can we pray for this beloved? Can we pray for this person? Nobody brings it to mind that I think we should pray for them. So I want to say first, that natural reaction, if that is how you normally react, I want to say you should repent. Because what that does to you is you forget that this person is a beloved. You forget that this person is precious to God. And you begin to feel better than the person because you feel like you made better choices. But I want to say that maybe we shouldn't really judge people until we've had to be in that exact same situation. We see the decisions we make for ourselves. And the point is, it's not even in your place to judge. What is in your place is to commit yourself to interceding for them because you've always been blessed by this person's devotion. You've always seen how they were inspired and they served God and they loved God. Why should it bring you joy now 
that they are not working in that faith? Why do you feel better than them because you are working in that faith? You know how it just naturally wants to make you feel like, you see, look at after all the great ground. No, something is wrong somewhere if you always feel that way. And it's okay, there's good news for you. If you've always felt that way, you can intentionally decide to address that feeling. And this is how you should go about it. Pray for these people. That person that came to mind when I started talking about this entire topic, pray for that person. Decide to commit to praying for that person that they will be restored back in the faith. They will find clarity. And every other questions that they have about God will be answered. And all the distractions, everything distracting them away from doing God's will, working in purpose like they used to, it is taken away. And let me tell you why this works. Two things. First, your heart is kept pure when you pray for people. If you are praying for somebody, your heart is in a good position because you are praying out of love. If, if the, the, most times I say it, when you are, you find it hard to walk in love towards someone, you guys have an offense. There's a discord between both of you. See, I'm talking in KGV. <laughs> or like you have a disagreement and you don't really like that person. You don't like that vibe. And it's get, looking really hard to walk in love towards them. Best thing to do is say a prayer for them. When you pray for someone, somehow God's love is going to well up out of your heart. So if you see someone that used to be fervent on campus, that used to be really, really into God, and now they're like, bleh, you know, we were just too, you know, now they have money and they don't, you know that kind of thing. Decide to commit to praying for them. That's the important thing. Once you pray for them, your heart is kept pure. You will love them correctly. You will always still see them the way God sees them. Because I hope you know God doesn't, God doesn't like, God hasn't written them off. So why should you write them off? You really see them the way God sees them. And the second reason is that you will be able to perceive them correctly. There's nobody you pray for that when they get back in faith, that you will not be genuinely happy. That when maybe someone used to walk in the prophetic gifts and then they went astray, they went into error and or did all sorts. But now they are back and they are walking really good in the faith. I must tell you that because you prayed for them, because you you had your heart was in a good place, you perceive them correctly. And what that means is you would still continually be blessed by their devotion and by their ministry. Because everybody is a supplying joint in the body. So imagine somebody coming back into a church and then is looking one kind because when you decide to even say something, when they decide to share something or decide to say, you know, I was reading. I like, hmm. Because the person is working in error before. They've like, started again with all this revelation. It's like that thing about being someone someone that is like that was once mad, that is now cured. It's like a Yoruba analogy. Someone that was that was mad that is now cured. And then when he's laughing, he can't laugh too much because people say maybe he's already going mad again. And when he's frowning and he's not laughing, people will say, Oh, maybe he's already going mad again. That's what happens most times when someone was once fervent and then they leave and then they come back and the entire body is not the entire body but there are specific people in the church who are just having a particular reaction towards them i want to say if you're part of those people please repent commit yourself to praying for friends and family members that you know that have straight that used to be fervent in the spirit and now they find it hard to walk in the things of god i really hope i felt like this needed to be said because Somehow I've experienced this before. 
I've experienced this before. I was once fervent and then I was out of faith and all the rest. And when I finally go back, it was just easier for me to see in this perspective because I'd once been there. So as someone who has been there, done that door, <laughs> I want to say that if, if you're listening to this podcast now and you've been finding it hard, struggling with your devotion, struggling with applying yourself to God, applying yourself to God and working in purpose like you used to, I want to say that God still loves you. God loves you so much. God wants you to be back in the fold. God wants you to walk in purpose like you were. God doesn't want the devil to snatch you out from his hands. God wants you to live the best life and achieve the best that he has prepared for you. God wants you to come back. And another thing I want to add is how church ought is like a strong point where people live. Where, you know, they say in that church something happened and then they just took it to heart. If that is you, I want to say that instead of just staying away from the entire body, why not just try another church? That's a better way to put it. Because for, for the sake of your heart, for the sake of your entire Christian work, you can change churches. You can move to another church. Instead of taking it to heart, holding one church out, than, I mean a particular church holding you, holding it to heart and saying the entire body has out to you. And you'll be doing yourself a great disservice. So I just want to say that if you've ever been that that elder brother of the prodigal son, I feel like, why did you have to kill a sheep? Why did you have to? If we did not see the import and the importance of souls to God, then we are not, our heart is not in a good place. I pray for you that you are restored back in faith. Your fervency is restored. Your devotion is on fire. Your love for God wells up new and afresh in the name of Jesus. Amen. I hope this entire episode has helped. And uh, it was a pretty solemn one. I would have uh, considered a movie today, but I think I would have to leave it till next week. I want some other people to still see it. Uh, well, I'll drop a clue. Uh, it's um, Postwick Chadman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Chadwick Bosman. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to be considering in the next episode. Please do not forget to follow, to subscribe, add to your playlist. To the best week of our lives yet, have an amazing week. Still available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Bye.